You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany. I'm a little salty this morning. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just the, uh, the impending deadlines of the new fantasy football black book. It's due out June 1st, by the way, if you're playing fantasy football this year. That's the only way to do it with the black book. You take the black and you win the championship. Uh, that's that's right. coming out soon. Chris Meany doing the DFS chapter, mind you, as well. But I am salty today. Salty P. To I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. Maybe wrong side of the bed or right side of the bed. But, Chris, I got to say, Monday was a little rough. But Tuesday and Wednesday, we crushed it. And I'm three out of four on calling the shot. I'm on a streak, baby. Uh, you are, and not just a streak, but like getting it out of the way early. Again, Correa <laughs> went like, yard in the first inning. Bregman, it was Correa Bregman, and then it was boom. Bregman. That's right. Yeah, back to back first inning jacks. I'm I'm really just looking forward to your home run call at the end of the show. <laughs> I'm gonna find the prop online and I'm going to bet it heavily. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some nice feedback too on the internets. Uh, by the way, of everybody uh, having some uh, good luck as well, which is what we want to see. And, uh, you know, as Branch Rickey said, luck is the residue of design, baby. So the residue <laughs> of design starts with the app, and that is over at LineStar, and that gives you all the tools and information. So make sure you're hitting up the linestarapp.com, and you're getting all the optimizers and upgrading to the package over there for the, uh, for the upgraded systems and because it's just it's everything you want it to be and more the dashboards on there the uh the projections plus the history stuff the pricing all the tools are there for you to be successful it really there's just no excuse between the podcast and that not to be at least winning all the cash games man yeah for sure and yesterday they were all over and i took a peek myself you know it was a smaller slate and they had jason kipnis a, as a value play and i was like yeah you know kipnis is you know he's i'm not that i'm fully buying into what he's doing right now but i noticed he had moved up into the two spot in cleveland and they you know they bumped jose ramirez down and and kipnis you know he had two home runs six rbi the the day before that he had went two for five in an rbi so he's also got a pretty good matchup tonight against dylan bundy and he's checking in as another solid value so i mean the app is the app obviously is fantastic but the tools are great i I, again we i've said this before but i just love the fact of you know you can see a small sample size a large sample size and you can just see the game by game log in terms of pricing where it's jumped where the value is hit it's just it's phenomenal if you haven't yet done it and we're just two months into the season we're getting right into the meat of the season right now yeah we are baby this is where the uh the rubber hits the road so to speak there you go there's your analogy how about that Oh man. man, I am salty today. I am. I don't know what I. I gotta go hit something. I don't know, man. They're gonna go take my aggression down somewhere. I don't know what it is. I had a good night's sleep. I don't know. I'm gonna take my aggressions out on the slate. That's what I'm gonna do. And if you love the show, by the way, I've, we've seen a lot of people going over and rating, reviewing us. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yes, We're getting a lot of good feedback on social media from the show. People saying, "Hey, I don't even play DFS every day. I just like listening to the show because you guys talk baseball in a smart way, and that's what we're trying to do." So before we attack this slate, I'm going to attack it bare-knuckled style, baby. I'm fired <laughs> up. Uh, we're going to take a look back at yesterday on the short slate uh, with all the wacky day games and the wacky Thursday. That's why we don't do a show Thursday. Thursday is wacky. 
So we just kind of tend to stay away from that. And we do Friday, Saturday, we do the weekend preview, and then we do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, in case you're wondering what our schedule is. So it was good to see Michael Conforto wake up a little bit and have a little dinger there, his ninth on the year. Christian Yelich, not once, but twice goes yard. My God, Chris, he's got 18, and it's not even Memorial Day. Wow. Oh, man, it's so filthy. He's just been so good. And, again, Bryce Harper continues to struggle, 221 yep. average. And the Phillies just continue to be, you know. Three runs. The Phillies, yeah. I mean, that's their max. Three runs. That's their max. I, I look every day at the team implied totals. Like, I, I love to, you know, hammer those team implied totals on the props. You know, I've been talking about the Astros hitting five runs here and there. You know, the Brewers have cashed in all week. And the Phillies just continue to disappoint. I mean, Vegas gives them a ton of respect. DraftKings gives them a ton of respect. Their prices have not changed. And again, here we are today. I know that they're going up against John Gray, but they've been going up against some mediocre pitching and they just have not performed. No, and the Tigers haven't performed either. That's a team, I think, going south real fast. Yep. So just keep an eye out on that. If you're a season-long player, I'm telling you, Shane Green's going to get dealt and they're going to, Joe Menez is going to get some saves. So pick him up now while he's cheap. Uh, but also, Olsen continues to hit, which has been terrific. Three, uh, I think, already. For yeah, him. he's got three since he's been back already. Uh, Willie Calhoun was called up for the Texas Rangers. They had a bunch of home runs in this one. Did they the ever? Man, the overs hit everywhere. I mean, the Brewers uh, put up yeah. 11, the Oakland Indians, 17. Indians with 14. The freaking Indians. <laughs> My God. And then Baltimore cash in with seven. Yeah. Atlanta hit double digits. The Twins hit double digits. It's in the week of the call-up, though, Chris. You it, got – you right. got Riley and Hira. Then you had uh, Brennan Rogers and Willie Calhoun has gone yard back-to-back days since yeah. getting called up. So we're going to talk about those guys because they're going to help you today make up some lineups as well. Uh, looking at the rest of the slate from yesterday as well, it's you know you mentioned the Twins, another team too. Byron Buxton uh, going yard. That's a good thing. Him starting to heat up a little bit. We like that. And uh, look, things are going in the right direction. Gregory Polanco, a guy that we like here a lot on the program, has been underpriced. Remember, he missed spring, so it might take him a little while to kind of get into the full groove, but that's a good return on investment player who's got a lot of different skills that can get you points in different ways. So let's go off and let's look to Friday because that's what it's all about. It's fun Friday here in the program. It's a new day. It's a new day. Okay. So uh, I know already you've got big names on this pitching slate. you got Scherzer and Hamels going against each other. Then you got Garrett Cole going against a, a tough matchup here with the Red Sox. Uh, but Jacob deGrom, the priciest of the pricey, and it's because of the matchup. Mm-hmm. He's going to be going into – it's going to be a nice weather there. It's going to be 80 degrees. He's taking on the Miami Marlins in Miami, great ballpark, all that stuff for him. And people would say – normally I would say, uh, so expensive. You not, no, no, Chris, not today. Not today, and I don't care if it's cash games. I don't care if it's tournaments. It is very easy to work in – Jacob DeGrom, everywhere you want. I've got lineups. I got DeGrom and Mike Trout in them, okay? It is Ooh. not that hard to do. I got a FanDuel lineup that's got Alonzo, Jacob DeGrom, and Mike Trout, okay? Oh, baby. And I'm not punting everywhere. And it's because of guys like Calhoun, Austin Riley, Brendan Rogers, Mac Williams, and all these guys who have come up in the last couple of weeks because their pricing is still relatively low. You know, when Willie Calhoun is just 2,100, if he's in the lineup, he's in my lineup tonight because it helps me get to Grom, and it is far from a punt. Willie Calhoun at home uh, against Miles Mikolas? Yes, fine. Sign me up. I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. You should. Everyone should. You're right. This With some of these prospects who have been called up, Riley is somebody that we've talked about. I wrote him, about, wrote him up yesterday at the TQE. 
Quan Edge, again, is just somebody who is, is valued, these prospects. So you got to grab them. You're right, you're not punting. And I agree 100% with Jacob DeGrom. I mean, you, you roll them out there. It's the lowest total on the board. Miami has a 2.7 team apply total. I bet you that drops to about 2.4 when we get closer to first pitch. And you take, you take the Mets on the money line. You don't like the odds. You take them by two. Uh, I love DeGrom. And, yeah, you look at, across, like, Garrett Cole's got to go into Boston and face the Red Tough. Sox. I mean, yeah, I'm, saying, I'm not saying you can't, like, but those are the things where you got to pick it and be right. Yep. You know, and there's, there's a lot of negatives. And Hamels, you know, and you got Trey Turner coming back here for the Nationals going, you know, finally. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And Scherzer's a terrific pitcher. But it's – there's a lot of things here on this slate with the big-time pitchers where there's a lot of questions. I don't have any questions about DeGrom. If it busts no. out, it busts out. Whatever. I'll take my medicine on that. But historically, when a pitcher is $12,000, you and I go, yep, see you later. Not tonight, yeah. kids. Not tonight. No. It, on the DraftKings side, just to give you perspective too, I got a DeGrom and Martin Perez pairing, and you've got Matt Olson in that same lineup with Machado, Chris Davis, Willie Calhoun. Those are the kind of guys, it's, it's just not hard tonight. It is very easy to own the highest pitcher on the board who just so happens to have clear sailing in terms of matchup, in terms of environment, in terms of everything you could possibly want for a complete game shutout type performance. Yeah, and there's nobody else. When I looked at this slate first, I was like, okay, DeGrom in Miami, of course. Is is there any way I can fade him? And there wasn't because there I don't like I don't like a lot of pitchers on the board, I'll be honest. There's there's not a lot of great situations. You're going to have to take some shots if you're playing on DraftKings on a secondary pitcher um, or even if you just decide well, that you're going to fade a little bit. In the secondary pitcher market today, and we'll get to them as we break down all the games, but there's a couple guys, Montas being one of them too just based off matchup. Yeah. You know, he's 88. It's the highest he's been, but he's been decent. But yeah, and, Perez, and the Tigers are brutal. Yeah, and, the, and I think it's more the Tigers are brutal. He's been decent enough that I go, okay, fine. Uh, and also that Oakland lineup is one, you know, Olsen coming back into that lineup was a big, you know, huge. that guy's a tremendous slugging first baseman. Absolutely. And I don't think people really give him enough credit. And, you know, I saw him dropped in some leagues when he got hurt. I'm oh thinking, my what goodness. Are you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be back in six weeks. Relax. It's a six-month season, people. Oh, I know, and and it's and it's so encouraging to see him, you know, mash balls with the hand injury right away. And if you look at that Oakland lineup, and I saw it, five point two team implied total. It's the third highest on the board. Um, obviously, St. Louis six point three, and then the Angels for again five point four. They always seem to be given getting the respect from Vegas. But five point two team implied total for Oakland in Detroit, a great environment against Daniel Norris, and only. one one player at $4,000 on DraftKings, and it's Chris Davis at 4-1. Yep. So, I mean, that's this is why the stack I that you stack, can afford. And that's why I stacked the A's with DeGrom. That's what yeah. I did. It's the A's with DeGrom. And on the uh, flip side there, uh, look, on the FanDuel side, you can get a couple Mets in that lineup. Uh, that's for sure. That's not that hard to do. But, it, look, it, tonight's a night where you can go up to the top of the board. And still some people, I think, sometimes, Chris, you get those reactionary people where they just see the top pitcher on the board and they just go, nope. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, for sure. I don't want to break my my balls to do it, and then it's yeah. like, no, you can do it tonight. Yeah. It's quite easy. Yeah, there's some risk because some of the players are younger, but depending on where these guys fall in the lineup tonight, you look for it, and it's just not that hard. It's not hard to do, and I just think that it's it's such a great matchup for Degrom. I'm gonna just pound the table for it, and I'm gonna be all in on it. And I don't care if some people see it as chalk. I think there's enough people who might see it as chalk and run away. Enough people who might think, "Oh, it's too expensive. I'm gonna run away." And by the end of it, I think the ownership's gonna be less than people realize. 
<laughs> yeah, you sometimes you get that. Sometimes playing the top price pitcher is considered a contrarian play. It and really is. Tonight people will shy away. Give me all the shares. All right, so let's let's start out here. And we got the Yankees, uh, Sabathia, and uh, of course the opener, right? Because <laughs> you know, yep, it's the yep, Rays. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Who's actually pitching for them today? I don't even know at this point. I think it's Stanek, but I is mean, it Stanek? Is it I, Stanek the opener? Or <laughs> man, it's 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 confusing what they do. I believe it's yeah. I believe it's Stanek. He'll go and you know typical inning. Yeah. All right. Well, look, Sabathia is going to be at home here in this one. I don't love either of the the pitching no. matchups here. No. Um, if, if you're talking for the Yankees, it's good to see Aaron Hicks back. Uh, he's still moderately priced 4.1 over at DraftKings, so he's a still a pretty good value there. He's 3.5 over on the FanDuel side, and I bring that up because this is another guy, too, where you're looking for some responsible bats. Uh, Urshela's been good. He's just 2.8. So a lot of the Yankees are cost-efficient, uh, and they're at home, a good environment for offense. So some of the lesser Yankee bats, I think, are in play tonight. Glaber we'll Torres, have- too, had a couple home runs the other yeah. day. He's only 3.6 on FanDuel. Yeah, and also since last we talked, Miguel Andahar out for the year. He's done. So yeah. that happened. Yep. <sighs> All right, Cole Hamels against Max Scherzer. Uh, 9.7 for Hamels, 11.1 for Scherzer over on DK. Uh, in terms of the other side of the coin there on the FanDuel side, 9.3 and 10.8 respectively. So basically they're in the same range. And yeah, it's, you know, Trey Turner getting a, a little less expensive on FanDuel as obviously. But, you know, I just look at this as two great pitchers. So I'm going to go with the pitcher's duel, not the, oh my God, it turned out to a 6-5 game. I don't see that happening here. Not with the way the Nationals offense has been. Now, granted, Turner being back is a big deal. But it the is. other thing that does is it moves Victor Robles back down to the nine spot, which is, you know, unfortunate for all of us who have been kind of riding the Victor Robles train during this period. Yeah, no, it really is. He's He's been good. He's been fine. And, yeah, normally I would be on Cole Hamels here. Obviously, you know that is because I've, I've just been fading this Nationals lineup. But you get Turner back, and the fact that Hamels has to go toe-to-toe with Max Scherzer, it, it makes this game a fade. All right. Speaking of Coles, how about mm. Cole Irvin for the Philadelphia Phillies? Yeah, his last outing, seven innings. He got the win, five strikeouts. Uh, now pretty cheap there, just seven thousand dollars against the Rockies. Now it's Line Star likes him. Well, Line Star likes him because he's he's been good. I'll tell you what, as a secondary pitcher on DraftKings tonight, I can get behind that. If you want to go further down and figure it out, because the Rockies, it, it's up and down when they are on the road, especially up and down. My trouble is. The path to the win, this Phillies, I mean, John Gray is, I, I don't have a whole lot of respect for John Gray personally here, not, not as a human being, <laughs> as a fantasy entity. I just want to be clear there. But I, I just don't have enough confidence that this lineup can get Irvin to a W. And maybe they will break out. Maybe John Gray is the guy tonight where they break out. That's fine. But as a secondary pitcher on DK at 7,000, I understand it because of how expensive DeGrom is and it lets you go up even further to some of those bats. Uh, but really not much of a discount on Fandle. 7-6 right there. No, like, I know. There, there really isn't. And I was, I was thinking about... I was thinking about him trying to fit him, fit him in my lineup and see what I could do. But I think there's some other guys that you know will like a little bit more that you can get in that you can yeah, feel safer I think about. Hill and uh, yes, Martin but, Perez. I can't believe yes. I can't believe this is where we're at. Martin this is, Perez. Man, this is where we're at. Martin Perez, a, chip on his life. shoulder, and he's just rolling. He really is, man. He was real life. Martin Perez is is a is a thing. It is, yeah, he is a thing. And, and and you look at this Colorado, both of these lineups have been just underwhelming, really. You look at Colorado's, there's been a lot of strikeouts. I wonder, like, finally get Brendan Rodgers the call up. He's going to get in there. I mean, you, you most likely can't play him on FanDuel. It takes a little bit for them uh, to get these rookies in their lineups. But actually, you know, actually, is he on? 10. 
at 2,500. And guess whose lineup he's in? Baby. Mine. Well, that changes things. Yeah, 25. This is the respect. 2,500. This is what we were talking about off the top of the show. Yeah, some of these rookies that get called up, I mean, they're not not priced appropriately. So – I, it, you look at a lot of these Colorado bats, though. There's some strikeouts, and like Ian Desmond, like how 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 long are they going to stick with Ian Desmond and his sub 200 average and strikeout here and there? And I don't know, but they, you know they've yeah. made a lot of weird signings. You know, they, the Ian Desmond signing was a little wacky, considering the depth of that organization and how much they yeah. wanted to push David Dahl. Now, of course, Dahl had a lot of injuries, so hindsight, it was okay, maybe a push because you needed a body out there. And then they signed Daniel Murphy when they had a glut of guys like Rogers and Hampson and all these guys where I'm just kind of, you know, just scratch my head and going, why? Why Why you just sign Daniel Murphy? This makes no sense at all. And they're not even playing him. Like, they don't even, even play him against him lefties. Now. Yeah, I, they're not even playing him against lefties. It's crazy. A couple of years ago, this guy hit lefties perfectly. Yeah, I, just, uh, I don't fully get it. Is The big question is, if we continue to fade Philly, are they like eventually they're going to break out? I know they move Harper to the two spot, Segura down to three. He went yard the other day. Segura, you mentioned John Gray. I mean, he gave up 27 bombs last year. He's already given up nine this year. He struggles with walks. I, I know it's not in Colorado, but eventually this team is going to light it up. Are, are you on the side of I need to see it's it there, first, or do you want to? Now, well, if you're playing multi entries, tonight's the kind of night where you can do this because. I, I don't think because of some big pitching matchups where teams are going head to head with big pitchers, you're eliminating some really good offenses. Like yeah. just right off the bat, like the nationals have some fantasy kind of players you might like, regardless of how good or bad the offense have been. The Cubs have had some really great runs here. The, yeah. You know, it's, I, I feel like because some of the offenses have been negated tonight, I think because you're getting a discount, the Phillies are in play. If you're a multi-entry tournament, yes, I agree. Because you're getting Hoskins and Harper at 4.2 on, on FanDuel side. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you. This is one where I do take the shot because the talent's there, and this is the kind of night where I think you do it. But uh, I'm not doing it consistently. No, I'm gonna pick I would call my it. shots, and I think tonight's a night where you can do it because of where the price is, where the matchup is. They're at home, and because of the way some offenses have been eliminated, basically, like like the Red Sox, another offense. We're gonna get to this game right now. Cole, yeah. Garrett Cole against the Red Sox, it kind of negates the Red Sox offense for me a little bit. Like I don't have a whole lot of shares of Red Sox offense. Because of what's going on, I look. You can't not love the talent there, but Garrett Cole has been, you know, striking out double-digit guys every time. Every time. So, yeah, I think tonight is the kind of night where you do put the Phillies in play collectively. And and look, this being said, I'm not going to have a whole lot of Garrett Cole because I have a lot of respect for the Red Sox. It's another game where I just kind of crumple it up and chuck it and throw it away. I'm not. I'm not into this one at all. Yeah, well said about, you know, playing multiple lineups. And just if you are a big, you know, lineup player in tournaments only, I mean, yeah, you'd be silly not to just have one Philly stack just in case because, yeah, you probably will get them low-owned. And I agree with Garrett Cole. I mean, when's the last time you've seen the Red Sox home dogs? Like, they are not favored at home today. And it's because of their bats in Houston have been just hot fire. And Garrett Cole, like you said, I mean, he's going to rack up double-digit strikeouts. Even against a Boston team, he's going to flirt with that. He'll make one or two mistakes. It seems to happen with his game, a couple home runs potentially. But, yeah, this is one I, I shy away from. I still like Houston bats, but man, are they ever expensive now? Five eight well, for yeah, Springer, five three for Bregman. It's a good yeah. ballpark environment. All those things are gonna you know shoot them up. And and look, we we rode that wave this week. We did. We, we, we double. We we went in on it. We doubled down and we tripled down and we still kept coming out on top with it. So it's fine. How about Aledmus Diaz? Is somebody we've talked about all week? <laughs> oh, and he's three two on Fanduel. He just I don't know. He's just hitting. 
<laughs> you guys is raking right now. And look, yeah. he's done it before. He's had a little mini streak yeah, with the Cardinals, remember? Yeah. He had oh, yeah. one or two runs with the Cardinals where you go, wow, what's, you know, and then it's going to end. Yeah. For good sure. for them that he, they're getting a run out of him. Somebody will figure him out eventually. Uh, the Cleveland Indians, Jeffrey Rodriguez hosting Dylan Bundy and the Orioles. Uh, Oscar Mercado, another guy, just $2,500 on FanDuel. All these young players, I'm telling you right now, and you're also getting, uh, you know, you're getting some of these guys, Jose Ramirez, hopefully, you know, will at some point really kind of flip the switch completely. You know, you're, you're hoping for positive trends there. Uh, you know, maybe you're seeing a little life now. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, it's, there's, it's about the younger players tonight. The younger players have given you so much opportunity because they all have talent. They have talent as just as much talent as some of the mid-range guys that we're used to on the board. But we're talking six, $700, sometimes even $1,000 difference in players. Uh, and there's no reason not to go with the youth and go up to DeGrom tonight. It just, I, I just don't see another reason not to. No, I, yeah, no, I, again, I really agree with that. And for Bundy, I think this is seeing Cleveland yesterday uh, score some runs. They have a 5.1 team applied total. Dylan Bundy, 11 home runs allowed already, 41 last year, among the highest over the past three years in fly ball rate and that kills him in Baltimore but it will still probably kill him tonight and you know in Cleveland so I look for a guy like Jose Ramirez to to get it done I mean I think he can spend up for Lindor I think Kipnis his line star app has I mean he's on a little bit of a run right now and I think Cleveland will continue to score some runs tonight so I I I think it's an underrated stack but Ramirez is going to be in a lot of my lineups tonight I think Rich Hill in Cincinnati is a bit of a trap tonight I think a lot of people will see Rich Hill on a slate like tonight because of the big-time names that are going against each other or the very big price tags attached to them. That There's going to be a lot of Rich Hill ownership, and I think it's a bit of a trap. Cincinnati against lefties, 344 Woba. Uh, yeah. you know, Suarez eats them up. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. I just kind of like – I don't know. I feel like I, I look at this – there's a lot of numbers that will say, oh, yeah, Rich Hill looks like a good pitcher in theory. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I just, for whatever reason, I, I feel like going into Cincinnati with a guy that you always know has that ability to, you know, be gone in five innings, and that's when he's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not saying the times where he leaves games. I don't know. I think this one is a trap tonight. I really do. I think, you know, projecting ownership, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the second most owned pitcher um, on the slate. Uh, yeah, I, really I would do. much rather have Montas, who's basically the same price, against Detroit. Yeah, me, me too, because I, I on, on the DK side, at the very least. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, there's a better shot with Oakland getting you a W as well. And and this lineup in Detroit is not great. Yeah, you're right. Since he, they hit lefties, they do. They have a couple guys in their lineup. Yasso Puig is heating up as well. I believe he's got like a 290 average over the last three weeks. Yeah. And Suarez is somebody that we've talked about every single time a lefty takes the hill against them. And, it, you know, the environment is not great for Hill as well. I, 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 I'll be honest, I, I may have a couple shares of him. Um, just because of the red that. Well, that's what I mean. I feel like that's the thing tonight. Everybody's yeah. going to have a couple shares. Everybody will. Everybody, you're right. Ball's right in the middle. And I think if you're looking, you know, it, <laughs> I, the Ridge Hill ownership, I just think is going to be a lot tonight. And God bless him. If he has a good start, that's terrific. I don't know. I just keep in mind he's allowed five home runs too already in three starts. If this was in LA, I'd feel different. Of but course. It's in Cincinnati, yeah. and I don't, I don't have this. And Descofani's not terrible. Descofani's the kind of guy who can match you for five, six innings. I saw him do it against Jacob deGrom a couple weeks ago. Uh, he's striking guys out this year. Yeah, he's striking guys out. He looks real sharp. And you're just, you know, just putting that out there, boys and girls. All right. Uh, Christian Yelich, Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> I'm just going to call him the Christian Yelich Brewers now. Because, I mean, 18 home runs. I don't know what to say anymore. But he's, uh, he's going into uh, Atlanta. Chassin and Freed in this one. 
Uh, obviously, it just doesn't matter what Christian Yelich is facing because he's just money in the bank, but he is super expensive. So it's it's still very tough. But Kesson here is this guy I'm going to target again. He's 3.8 over on the DraftKings side, on the FanDuel side. He is cheaper. In fact, you know how cheap, Chris? 2.3. 2.3. Oh, like a free square. It's just automatic. Square. You just got to plug him in. Absolutely. Plug him in. Free square. He's a professional hitting kid. He's got a matchup here against the lefty and Freed, who's a good pitcher. But on the other side of this, too, Austin Riley, another guy I love. 3.9 on DraftKings. But guess what? Guess how much he is on FanDuel, Chris? 2.1. Free? free? <laughs> 2. This is the thing. Free. This is the thing with the again, it's this is the theme of the show is these kids that have been called up who have Jacob DeGrom good. and the little rascals. That's what it's They're about. not yeah, they're not just on hot runs in the minor leagues. Like these are good looking prospects who have patience <laughs> at the plate, making good contact, and Riley has already started strong. I mean, he hit a home run in his MLB debut. He drove in another run yesterday. Marcakis was on second. He drove yeah, he's him in. yard two days in a row, yeah, hasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah, it's coming. It's and look, I don't need him to go yard. I just need him to be productive. And the, what's the return on investment? Like, of you know, mediocre night, just show up. And listen, she's seen eighty-two percent contact rate this year. It's one of the highest. He doesn't strike guys out. He walks guys. Like he has a six point five K per nine. He has a four point one walks per nine. So he's walking at people. He's got no command. He's already given up eight bombs. So I mean, this is an opportunity for Atlanta to to go. Yeah, Freeman was my home run call yesterday on TQE. Again, a shout out to them. They got some free articles over there, people. You want to take a look? Uh, but Freeman. And this Atlanta lineup had success yesterday. I think that they will again with Chassin. So Riley is is almost a must. And then I, I like Marcakis and I like Acuna. I, I think they'll be able to stack them right. And on the other side, I mean, this, this is going to be a high-scoring game. It really is. Like, I respect Freed and what he's been able to do, but the Brewers have guys that hit lefties. That's it's simple. So they, what they the, really the, do. Uh, total's nine tonight? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah, the total actually jumped up. I mean, it opened up at nine. It's nine and a half now. Um, it's it's hard to go that over, but there's going to be some runs scored in this ballgame. Uh, you know what? I think it's going to go over. <laughs> I, yeah. I still feel pretty good about that one. Yeah. Uh, Jose Leclerc is now an opener. Oh, goodness. Yeah, look, look what happened wow. there. Texas he's kind of turned it around over the past couple of days. I've, I've held some shares, fine. but I mean, you don't want him starting ballgame. It'll be fun. Well, I mean, this is this is what it is. Welcome to Major League Baseball in 2019, where, you know, it's like little Timmy's going to pitch an inning, and then Jimmy's going <laughs> to pitch an inning, and then Sammy's going to pitch an inning, and, yeah. and then you go to first base. <laughs> somebody else. I'm just waiting for uh, you know the coach's son to start playing. That's what I want. Cardinals have the highest team play total by far tonight. It's six point three. Yeah. Now look, if Willie Calhoun is not in the lineup for some reason, that's you know whatever. But I, I just <laughs> like. But right now, I don't see the the world in which he's not. Do you? No, no he okay. should be. I mean, yeah, the he's, guy's on fire right now. Absolutely, play this guy he's in Texas. And again, just just for just for pricing, just for reference. You know how much he is on FanDuel? 2100 Free square. He's <laughs> oh everywhere. Everywhere, he's yeah. He's 39 on DraftKings, so you got to pay for him on DraftKings. So DraftKings is like, nope, no discount. But FanDuel is just begging you. They're begging you to start Jacob DeGrom. Oh, my God. All right. I, I just, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, again, that's why I play over on FanDuel, to be honest with you. I just feel like the pricing is a little bit softer. Oh, and, it's so loose. Yeah, oh, DraftKings so seems to be all over with some of these, you know, hot prospects and catchy guys that, you know, just catch fire. But mm-hmm. for FanDuel, it's, I mean, it's silly. All right, let's move on here. You got the Jays, Sanchez, and Nova uh, against the uh, Jason White Sox, excuse me, Sanchez and Nova here. So, look, uh, I'm just – 
Vlad Guerrero's been heating up. That's great. Now his price has jumped up. So now I'm, you know, not like tonight. I just don't see the, I don't see the love for the Blue Jays as a collective lineup to get excited about him. No, I, yeah. you he's know still what? 3.1. I, I mean, he's still pretty darn cheap, Chris. You know, I, on, again, on FanDuel. Yeah, of course, <laughs> on FanDuel. I mean, I thought a little bit about Nova and it almost made me sick here. But, you know, yesterday, you know, watching the Jays against. It was Covey was on the hill at like an 88% contact rate has been lit up basically every time he's touched the mound and the Jays couldn't do anything. And it's every time I feel like this lineup is going to score some runs, they, they really just don't. I mean, we were in on them the other day against San Fran. It was fine, but they've really just, they've been disappointing. They're striking out a ton. I mean, Nova just had a start against the Jays. We were in six innings, only gave up one run. The thing is, he doesn't have a high strikeout rate. Even with the Jays striking out so much, he doesn't have it. But I wouldn't be shocked again if you're just looking for that punt cheap play as a second pitcher, 6-2 on DK. If you just go six or seven innings, limits the damage. He keeps the ball at least on the ground, which is a positive thing. It's just you're not going to get a high ceiling with those strikeouts. But honestly, I'm, I'm probably going to pair him up with DeGrom in, in one lineup just so I can maybe – um, spend out elsewhere, maybe on some St. Louis bats because no, I think that's play. wise. I think that is a wise sentiment, my friend. Yeah, uh, scary. Jeff, well, it's scary, but I understand it. Uh, it's, it makes sense. It's not based in nothing. Uh, Jeff Samarja, <laughs> Merrill Kelly uh, in Arizona, taking on the San Francisco Giants. Uh, again, you know, two pitchers that normally we would like to look at and in terms of going against. Problem is, not thrilled with the San Francisco Giants offense. We the only time we picked them all year was in Colorado. That night was Bumgarner pitching, and we were right. Yeah, and, and I was like, I feel like we just leave on a high note and just let it go. <laughs> and, and now with the Arizona side of things too, you know, it's funny. Do you know who's leading the league in in the National League in stolen bases? It's Jared Dyson. Imagine <laughs> that. And did you see his price. Yeah. Like, would you ever think that Jared Dyson would be 5'3 on DraftKings? No, it's it's disturbing. I'll tell you, come out and just say it. It's completely disturbing. And, uh, you know, but but that's why. It's because of the stolen base factor. That's that's the that's the one and only reason. And I, I like the Diamondbacks. I, I'm not a I fan. I think the Diamondbacks are in play tonight, for sure. Yeah. That's another one of these stacks that uh, I'm, I'm fine with. They're all in the mid-four range. So, I mean, if you're going to go there, you probably, I mean, on DraftKings, you have to leave Dyson out because – it's not enough power there to get excited about, but no. you know, it's Marte's can you know come back down to earth a bit. So is Christian Walker. I think that's the thing where you look at this and you go, okay, well they had a nice little run there. Marte was carrying them, and that was kind of your sell high moment on Marte. But uh, I'm still I'm still going with the Mets tonight. I like them. Uh, there's some other offenses that I like better too. I think Texas, obviously in Texas. If I'm gonna like pay in the mid to high fours, I'm gonna go for the guys over on the Texas side, you know? I agree with you. And and I'm not saying to stack uh, Arizona. I'm saying that I like them oh, on the money line. Sure. And, oh, no, sure. And, yeah. and definitely, yeah, maybe, you know, Peralta, if he gets in the lineup, he's healthy, he plays. Uh, maybe Adam Jones. Just, like, looking at Samarja, like, six home runs allowed on the road this year, five of six on the road the year before, 22 the year before that on the road, and 17. Like, this guy, like, San Francisco really saves him. He's a fly ball pitcher, and he gets into trouble. So, I mean, don't be shocked if Jones goes deep or or maybe even Marte or Peralta, like even Christian Walker, like one of these guys, they're going yard tonight. All right. Now another guy we didn't even talk about is we go into the angels game with Harvey and Keller against the Royals and uh, Jared Walsh, right? Another guy who called up there uh, and look, you know, they they sent down Justin Bohr. This was all kind of happened. I think after we recorded on Wednesday, like all these like little moves just kept happening there. Uh, and he 
got a start and he put up nine points at three hits the other night. The question is playing time. If he's in the lineup, this is another guy. He's 2000. It's another free square. Okay. If he's in the lineup, it's kind of hard to not say, okay, well, I'll take the freebie and I'm going to go up to the board everywhere else and, and see what happens. There's just so many options, Chris, and ways to do it where I feel like, you know, I don't know what their, their plan is with this whole pools thing. I guess they got him to the milestone or whatever it is. And then they go, okay, you know, congratulations. Here you go. Here's your gold watch. And now it's they, I mean, Walsh was crushing it at triple A. So there's no reason to think they, if he's up, they should just play him a little bit now. Yeah, no, I agree. Very impressive first outing from him. He was, he looked poised, man. He, and he, he had guys on base. He was, he was hitting and yeah, Pulhos is, he's kind of falling into uh, a platoon spot. Like he wasn't even playing against righties last week. He, well, that's the thing. You got a right hand yeah. pitcher tonight. So I'm thinking Walsh is on there. And if Walsh is in yeah. there, a ding, 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 yet another yeah. free square where I'm going to go and, and play somebody and I'm going to be Against happy. another high contact guy in Keller, 80%, hard hit rate, 40%. Like, it's, it's, it's not like he's going up against a pitcher who strikes guys out. I mean, he almost walks more than he strikes out, guys, and that's Brad Keller. So, yeah, I understand the 5.4 team applied total for the Angels. Listen, Tommy LaStella, it's, it's, he's gotten to the point where it's, he's hard to, it's hard to really – I mean, what's his price on FanDuel? You look over on Fanduel, and he's he's three four. It's a little easier to get in on him. I mean, the home runs are crazy. He had ten in his career before he headed in this year. He's got a yeah. Lot. I saw you tweet Talk to me about the ball. Oh like, my god, real. He's like, but he's just his been entire on base. in one yeah. season. Yeah, he's nuts. He's just getting on base, and and Anderson Simmons is two eight on Fanduel, hitting in the cleanup spot. So, I think maybe a sneaky little underrated stack of the Angels if you're playing on Fanduel. All right, let's go on to Jordan Lyles and Lucchese. In San Diego, hosting the Pirates. Um, good to see Polanco starting to come out of it a little bit. Fran Mill with a, a home run yesterday. Uh, I like the I like the pricing here with Fran Mill and Machado in the middle of this lineup at four point two, four point three. I really like that pairing, as far as you know, dudes in the middle there. Sometimes mm-hmm. you put two guys together, and I think that's one that I really like tonight in terms of return on investment and power potential. Uh, I really like that one a lot. Uh, we haven't I, talked about Machado really all year. Well, Machado hasn't given you much to talk about all year. Yeah. But I feel like that this is the time where you start to buy in on – we talked about the Phillies making a one-off. I think Machado's one of these guys I'm going to start doing a lot more of because I feel like it's just one of those matter-of-time things. Absolutely. Not, yeah, before he gets red hot. And then he jumps up into the 4-8, 4-9 range. And I go, 3-6 hey, on Fanduel. Yeah, 3-6. I mean, I mean what's the world coming? Fanduel is like, <laughs> Fanduel, you're drunk. Go home. It, well, that's it. what I've noticed with Fanduel is that they're, like, again, Tommy LaStella. Like, guys that are, are on a hot run and are just feeling it, their price is just, it's jumped. It's almost like they're just pricing guys on streaks. And we know it's only a matter of time for Manny Machado. Like, I think he's got two home runs against Clay, Clayton Kershaw this year. Like, he's been decent he just hasn't been as good as what we know that he can be and he hasn't lived up to the expectation that's the thing that's value right and then that's what is going to happen all right last but not least martin perez your boy my boy that's right he's the unofficial mascot of the show now martin perez against marco (laughs) gonzalez the two lefties will duel it out in seattle tonight um you know look it's I think he's a very good pitcher to own tonight. I really do. I just, I just feel like when you're looking in terms of secondary pitchers, I really like the value that Minnesota offense is rock and rolling. So no, just came back to, that's another big bat into this offense. This is an offense here. I mean, I know they lost Garver who's been brilliant, 
You know, Mitch Garver this year. I mean, who yeah, saw he that really coming? Has. I owned a ton of shares of him in those two catcher leagues because you know how much I hate two catchers. Absolutely. One of those stupid industry leagues that make you have two catchers. So I just always punt and I've, I've got all the Mitch Garver shares and I'm looking like a genius and he goes in the IL now with a high ankle. It sucks, but uh, alas, what are you going to do? So look, Twins lineup, I'm fine with this as another stack too. So Twins, Mets, Rangers, those are the kind of stacks I'm looking at tonight. They're all very useful. The Phillies are another team too, where Chris and I are talking about tonight's the kind of night where you could dabble in that with multi-entry if you were going to have uh, some pieces because Hoskins and Harper have hit, you know, a little bit of a nice low patch. But tonight's theme, Chris, it's about Jacob deGrom and the kids. Jacob deGrom and the kids because the kids are cheap. The kids are productive. The kids are all right, Chris. The kids are all right. I like it. Let's right. go. And, and I like the twins over. I like them to hit that team implied total. It's at four right now. I think it could jump up to 4.5. This is a team that does not strike out. They make contact. They're one of the highest contact rates in baseball. And they, I think 28% strikeout rate. And for Marco Gonzalez, I mean, yeah, some, some, some luck at the start of the season, but overall, this is somebody who doesn't, he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts, 84% contact, right? So I love the twins. And yeah, Sano is just another guy who gets inserted in the lineup and is very cheap. Byron Buxton, you mentioned him on top of the show. I mean, leads the league in doubles and hit a home run yesterday. I think he's got two now in his last two games. Like eventually those doubles are going to turn into bombs. I really truly believe that. He's having a better season than people want to give him credit for. He's walking more, striking out less. Yeah, It's it's going in the right direction for Buxton. I don't know if he's ever going to become the superstar, but like, you know, the comp I always made to him was Eric Davis. Eric Davis was an all-star. That's fair. Great, great athletic baseball player. Sometimes a better athlete than a baseball player. And I think Buxton can do that. And if Buxton things break right, he can have a couple all-star type seasons at some point. He might not be the franchise player that they hope, but that's okay. Neither was Joe Maurer. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's time to call our shot. Chris, who you got today? I'm going to go completely off the board here with oh. Jose Ramirez against oh, Dylan Bundy. This is it. I think you might hit too. Oh, oh you're going <laughs> to double dip. Look at you, you fancy bastard. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to try to see if I can keep a three out of four here. See if I can make a four out of five. I'm going to go with Pete Alonzo and uh, New York Mets there in uh, – I know it's a tough ballpark. I don't care. I think Alonzo carries them tonight uh, against Trevor Richards. I got no respect for Trevor Richards. None. Oh, man. I got I to gotta, – yeah, I got to find the prop. Get at me on Twitter. I'm going to find the prop for the home run call for <laughs> uh, Pete Alonzo. It's going to end eventually. But, you know, uh, right now, hey, look, and I love that Linestar does that little tweet every day of, of the calls because, you know, it's kind of – it's a fun little segment of the show we do here. Yes. And, you know, people like to comment on it. And yeah, it's it, it, so far, it's uh, we've all in all. I mean, if we, we probably went back from when we started in April. I bet our percentage is actually kind of frighteningly good between the two of us. I, it's definitely, it really is. It's yeah. close to 50%, which is kind of frightening between the two of us. Like, I feel like if I don't hit, you hit. Yeah. There's been and very few where we both went over. I don't remember the last time we went over on the show. Oh, I agree. I mean, it's a great duo. Which here. means I've jinxed us. I've Joe Bucked us to death. You you have Joe yeah. Bucked us. That's fine. Um, you know, we'll we could, you know, regroup on the weekend or next week, but <laughs> it, it really has. I mean, in the other day when you had um I think it was Correa, there were only like three home runs that night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're right. There like there, I was looking. I was just seeing some of the other options it could have picked, and I was just like, okay, Gene Segura went yard. We weren't picking him, and then I think like maybe somebody else. There was like three or four home runs, but you had it right away within Bingo. minutes of the opening. Slide. And I could relax the rest of the night. All right, so, make sure you are listening and rating and review. Subscribe to On Deck right here in the Line Star app. Again, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. 
we're on Google, we're on everything, damn it, because we're that, we're worldwide, we're huge, we're very important people, very important, okay, uh, and of course, you can follow us on the Twitter machine, at Linestar app, at Joe JoePizzapia17, and at Chris Meany, uh, you can tell we love doing this show, we love talking sports, uh, hopefully, we'll, again, we'll continue, we'll be back for NFL season two, we're just going to keep on rolling this, as long as you guys keep supporting the show, I want to thank everybody out there who's been supportive of the show. Tonight's a great night to be playing DFS. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Linestar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.